<clears throat> hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Craig's Creative Corner. Uh, this is episode number two of the Mike Check Podcast. And um, hope y'all liked the first one. The first one was pretty good, I thought. Uh, I think I got a lot of good feedback off of it. Um, today's guest is a, a person I uh, wanted to get on here. Uh, probably didn't think I would ever get him on here because he's pretty... He's pretty uh, quiet and reserve. Uh, as a matter of fact, he was he retired a reserve, um, just retired out of the reserves. Um, his his uh, his name is Dad. Dad, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I never thought I'd be here either. Yeah, yeah, man, it's good. So, what do you think about the setup, man? It's great. You, you, you you got hospitality nobody ever gets. I got hospitality. I got breakfast. It's a great deal. You yeah. got half and coffee? I'm out of coffee. No, I don't do coffee in okay. this house. All right. Well, then I'll deal with it. You got Starbucks. It's almost gone. No. Well, we, we got Gatorade and water. I'll, I'll, I'll finish my stuff. Um, and whenever you get ready after that coffee, there's a bathroom. Because oh. I know what coffee does to you. Okay. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Are we done? Oh <laughs> uh, man, so so like, how how's 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 life treating you, man? Good. Yeah. Good. That's cool. What 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 do you think about this? I think it's great. I've watched all your episodes. I think it's really good. I'm glad that you're doing it. I know it's what you wanted to do. And I know how much you continue to want to do it, so Made I it think it's a great deal. Come, come into fruition. Is that how you say it? Fruition. Fruition. Fruition, not fruition. Fruition. It don't matter. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening, exactly. So, so you just retired. I retired. You still literally, you still. I still have a real job. I retired after 38 years in uh, law enforcement. There you go. And how's that been? How how have the last three weeks been? Uh, It's different. Yeah. But are you you getting back to civilian life? I'll never be back to civilian (laughs) life, but uh, I'm adjusting. Uh, um, So. But I'm done. I cashed it all in. So I hung on a long time. 38 years. But it's like playing sports. You get too old to do it after a while, and I'm too old to do it anymore. Well, truthfully. Yeah, I feel you. I could lie to myself, but and that's then, true. And, and, I mean, in the, in the world today, it's getting crazier and crazier out there. So It is. Uh, you know, I I've always said, I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's worth it anymore. And I know my, 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 my brother's in law enforcement and I'm glad he's not on the streets anymore. Uh, cause it's just, it's just getting wild. It is. It, uh, uh, it's war- still worth it. It's just harder to do it. Yeah. It's a lot harder. Um, what, what 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 was your favorite what was your favorite thing about being a police officer? Um, uh, I guess knowing that you're doing some good, you're putting bad people, getting bad people off the street. Um, plus, it's a day to day; it's different than any other job. I could never see myself 
Um, well, I, I couldn't see myself doing any other job. It is different each day. Uh, obviously, I'm still working at, uh, as an insurance investigator now, but even that's different day to day just because being of the aspects a, of the job. I think being a police officer is like every day is a surprise. And if you don't really like surprises, don't be a police officer. Well, it potentially could be one. Yeah. Some days are very mundane. And Yeah, uh, some days you don't do anything. You just... Right. You're there. But... Go uh, home. And that's the most important part is going home. Yeah. You got any more waffles? I'm, I'm kind of... I got shorted here. You only said you only do. <laughs> so... So as 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 a kid, what did you want to be? <laughs> a lawyer. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a funny story, and I've told it many times. Is I was in college, and I was in a like a pre-law program, and uh, I sat down in a bar one night with a cop. He was sitting at the bar, and uh, I had a beer with him. Just two strangers talking, and. He started talking about his cop job, and uh, from that point on, I knew what I had to do. So that's what I pursued. Okay. So, uh, did you have long hair at that point? Shame on him. It was longer than it is now. <laughs> <laughs> was it thicker? No. <laughs> but it, it wasn't as gray either. I went to I went, I went to I went to Bub's house the other day, and he he's getting kind of gray upstairs. Yeah, I saw that photograph that you posted of you of that aging software. You look pretty bad too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I look I look tired and worn out. You look very. I, I when I I saw that I didn't realize it was that software or that app, and I'm thinking, yeah. good lord, what did you do last night? But anyway, I realized I drank too much. <laughs> I realized didn't what it go was. to sleep. Didn't go to sleep for years. Yeah. So like. So now, you, now, 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 now you do your full time. Like, I mean, you've always been full time, but like uh, an insurance, health insurance fraud. Yes, that's cool. Is that interesting? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> not. But it is what it is. That's how every job is, right? Pretty much. My, my, I, I go to my job every day, knowing that I'm going to do the same thing every single day. Yeah, yeah. and plus I'm. Uh, a private investigator now too so yeah and that, that, that's um, why i try to throw in little things to talk to maybe like put a put like a curve in my day or something i don't know how you want to say it but like this is like the curve in my day well that's good it's a this is something a, to look forward to right i get that part mine's golf and riding my bike exactly. not motorbike motorcycle but cycling exactly uh, mine is this. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna uh, be playing in a basketball league in three weeks. Getting back out there. Good. At in uh, Irving. I'm All gonna right. start playing outside at UTD. All right, that's good. Uh, hopefully, I don't. I know basketball is always has been been your it's been your passion. Hopefully, I I don't uh, blow a knee out playing outside. Hopefully not. Uh, it's no fun, and I know all about knees. I've had seven surgeries on mine. What kind of knees? Japanese, Chinese, Vietnamese? Knees. Oh, your knees. You're bending knees. Sorry, I got off topic. Uh, I was going to say, you got way off topic. 
Um, My waffles are a lot better than yours, and as you don't have any That's anymore. true. They are. Mine are gone. I got shorted, I tell you. So. That's cool. What kind of music are you into these days? Uh, public radio. Whatever's on so, it. K-E-O-M? Uh, <laughs> I can't think of the name of the station offhand, but it's... Uh, is it Alex Jones? I don't think so. Do you know who Alex Jones is? No. <laughs> he's like a he's like a radical. I don't think so. <laughs> no. I, uh, no. KTX, KTX something, uh, public radio here in the Dallas area. It's a good station. They got a pretty good variety of music, so I throw my uh, business their way. So let me ask you this question. What's one thing your mom or dad always used to tell you growing up that turned out to be true? Um, By the way, these waffles are good. No matter what the situation is, if you're a decision maker, make a decision, whether it be right or wrong, don't ride the fence. My dad told me that, and I've lived by that pretty much. Other than that, they told me a whole lot of things not to do that I did, so <laughs> yeah. I won't get into that. Well, I think we're all, we all did that. No. You think? <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later. Maybe not. <laughs> um, here we go. Here's another one. If you could have dinner with three famous people, living or dead, who would they be? <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, Mickey Mantle um, probably one of the founding fathers of our country either Washington Adams or Jefferson and um, Eric Clapton because I'm an Eric Clapton freak Eric Clapton what does he sing <laughs> Layla, right off the top of my head, what and many that? others. It's well, beyond your generation. Can you do it for me? No. Why? Uh, I can't sing, and I'm not going to. Google it. That's too easy. <laughs> It'll have to be done. I'm not singing. Is it Layla? Kind of. Come home to me. That ain't it. Uh, no. So... Speaking of Mickey Mantle, I got to meet Mickey Mantle and spend time with him. Yeah, well, you were uh, when you were working was, at Baylor Hospital. Yes. Yeah. Tell me how that went. Uh, it was pretty neat. And what was he there for? And who else uh, was there? There was a lot of other was, people uh, that showed up to see him, right? Uh, yeah. Um, like Yogi Berra? Yes. Uh, one night. and uh, But, yeah, he was there for his uh, uh, liver transplant. But I was in charge of his security detail because he was. Uh, so hold on, hold on. He played for the Yankees, right? Yes. What was he down here for? He was down here. He he's from Oklahoma and he lived in mm. Texas for many years. Okay. He just not. This was not a. I mean, this was. Was this permit. during baseball or after? Uh, well, he lived in Texas, I think, during baseball, 
he just never was here much. He was up in New York all the time because he played. Was up there pretty much all the time playing. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, uh, his home, as I understood it, was here. The rest of his family was here. So, but it was uh, it was neat uh, seeing him and uh, spending those time. I mean, it was like, um, you know, he's just sit around actually talking when I had the chance to do that with him. I mean, my job. That really wasn't my job, but just through that sheer interaction, um, you know, it was uh, kind of neat, obviously. It's kind of how I felt when I uh, when I was like 17 or 18, watching a boxing match at Sports City, sitting at the table with one of my favorite rappers from Dallas. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. His name is Fat Bastard. Okay. Not yeah. the Austin Powers one. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, that that was kind of neat. And he signed some cards for all the people that were on that detail before he left, uh, which there was pretty big of him. I mean, you know, he didn't have to do any of that. But he was, uh, he was I remember, I remember, uh, you know, he, uh, in his press conference he gave before uh, he was discharged from the hospital. Um, I know one of the ESPN reporters asked him, um, you know, what he would do different or, or if he had a message for the younger ball players out there. And it was pretty touching what he said. I thought, uh, basically, he said, you know, don't do not do what I did because uh, – What did he do? Drink you know, too much? He had a lot of talent and uh, – uh, he, you know, could have played longer and better, mm. but uh, to not do what he did. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it was probably the drinking part. But, you know, not unlike a lot of people. So, I mean, uh, we're all human and we have our issues. So, But um, he was a very gracious guy uh, then. That's cool. Never, I've never really. I've seen famous people, but I haven't talked to them. Like I've been around, like uh, like at basketball tournaments. I've seen like Sean Marion and Jason Terry and Jermaine O'Neal and uh, the the Texas Titans are are owned by uh, I believe Jerry Jones' daughter. Um, their son plays for the Texas Titans. They just went to the – they made it to the semifinals of the Nike EYBL this year. Um, they were graded to win the whole thing, but they they got tripped up. Um, who else have I been around or seen? Uh, I think if I if I could have dinner with three famous people – I think one would obviously be Paul Pierce. That's my favorite basketball player. Um, the next one would probably be Michael Jordan. And then the next one would probably be... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the next one would be. That's kind of hard. 
I'm not going to say LeBron James. Maybe it would be LeBron James. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that's cool. You got to meet Mickey Mantle. Um, what has been your favorite age so far and why? <laughs> you got a lot of years to think about. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, um, I don't know how to answer that. I'm not, I think each, each different level had its, uh, what about your twenties? Uh, I'm not sure that was my favorite. It might have been. It might have been at the time, but I'm not sure. As I reflect back on it, I'm not sure that would have been a good favorite. Let's move on. What was your first thought when you found out you were having kids? Uh, I worried, I think, about the financial part more than I did anything else. And then once we got you home, we wondered, what do we do now? But you yeah. figure it out. Yeah. What's, what, what, what's, what, what, what was your, what was your biggest concern about raising boys? Um... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Got I mean, you thinking. I think it just, you know, I don't know that I had any concerns at all in the beginning. I think as you got older, I think you have concerns about any of your kids with different things. And nowadays, I mean, uh, you don't want them to, uh, you know, you don't want them to uh, get off into adulthood before they become adults and the many different uh, facets that could touch them, such as, you know, pregnancies, children, things of that nature that, you know, you, you kind of are prepared for when you get older, not so much when you're younger. Although, uh, if it happens, it happens. You have to deal with it. So, yep. Heard that. Not a catastrophe, but not your wish, And but sometimes things don't turn out like they planned, but you deal with it and move on uh, and make it uh, – make it a uh, success or make the best of it, I guess. There's nothing else. That's a good answer, man. That's a really good answer. Everybody give him a round of applause. That doesn't sound like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that is a one-person crowd, and that's me. Huh. I'm the only one that matters right now. Um, well, that's cool, man. Um... I want to ask you a question about me. Okay. So, what was your first thought when I rolled my Jeep? Uh, you know, I, and I, always, I thought you were hurt really bad. Mom told me the story. She said that my phone called her. And she could hear everything that was going on through the phone. Yep. Which is very weird to me. Yep. Because my phone is in my lap at all times when I'm driving. 
Not in my lap. It's like between my legs and the seat. Yeah. And then I, I, I rolled my Jeep and it went flying to the console or the passenger side. And she said that she could hear everything. Right. That's crazy. Yep. It was uh, really weird. It really was. And then I got a call from the, the police, officer. police officer. And, um, um, but yeah, I thought you were hurt a whole lot worse than, you looked like you were hurt a whole lot worse than what it was. And when you saw the car, um, you know, I figured that you were hurt really bad. I think, uh, by the grace of God, uh, I was, uh, I always got out of that one. Uh, I'm still able to go back and look at those pictures, and I, I, I really do think if I would not have had my seatbelt on, I would have broke my neck. That, or you got thrown out of the car. I mean, yeah. it would have been, it wouldn't have been good. But as uh, what is a Dallas police officer that uh, much older than I was at the time, and he was a traffic accident investigator for DPD, and. He was teaching a class that I was in with regard to uh, investigating traffic accidents, and uh, we were talking about seat belts. And he said something like he'd worked uh, 3,000 accidents and only pulled three people out uh, dead that were wearing seat belts. So that tells you they work. Holy crap. That's a pretty good average. Uh, but they do work. Uh, So wear them, and when I was started off in law enforcement, that's one of the. I hate to say it, but uh, one of the things I did not do was wear my seatbelt before it became law because it was just easier to get in and out of the car uh, in a hurry uh, if you didn't have it on. So I didn't wear it till they made it a law. I shouldn't admit to that, but it is what it is. That's not a good example to say. It's not, but I wear it now. Um, so. That's all that matters. I've always wanted to know about that. There's another one I've wanted to know about, but I'm not going to ask it because Nicole told me not to. Okay. Um. Did your parents ever give you an allowance? Yes. How much was it? It was $100 a week. Huh? Huh? No. <laughs> God damn, where's that at now? Um, yeah. It's $100 a week. That's like $300 a week now. It'd be $1,000 a week now. No. God. <laughs> it was five Lee. bucks or something like that. <laughs> and my dad used to make me paint stuff and do stuff for it. It wasn't like a freebie. I had to work. So you mean when he asked you, you didn't tell him, it, why don't you do it? I did once. Yeah. <laughs> he beat the hell out of me. I didn't do it again. I was a quick learner. <laughs> uh, did he tell you to go outside and pick your switch? No, nope, he just punched me, you know, and <laughs> swatted me. And this, back, and the back then, that was all right. And he was pretty fast because I was running hard. Well, he's, he was a skinny, 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 limber guy. And... Not back then, but... <laughs> uh, uh, 
yeah, uh, it wasn't a uh, healthy thing to do at my house. What is the best Christmas or birthday gift you've ever received or given? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> You've seen a lot of Christmases and birthdays. Uh, what's that mean? <laughs> uh, I guess when I was a kid, uh, I really wanted a G.I. Joe really bad, and I got that for Hell Christmas. Hell yeah. And uh, uh, so that goes back a long time ago. Probably, uh, uh, I don't know how old I was when I was a kid. Tell me about a leader who impacted your life for good when you were a kid. When I was a kid. A leader when I was a kid. Uh, hell, I don't know when I was a kid. Uh, that I, I don't know that I really was looking at those types of things. Uh, I was pretty scared of you. I guess my I dad probably was probably what I defaulted to then. And I mean, you know, as I got what into What kind my, of work did your dad do? He was in sales. He sold different things like uh, back then it was uh, you know data processing and uh, IT type stuff. Uh, you know the guy that have you ever seen the McDonald's movie? It's with uh, it's about like McDonald's, like how McDonald's came to be. Yeah, you know maybe parts of it. I don't think I've seen the whole thing, and I couldn't. I couldn't. You know. It's like, like the it, guy that think. the guy that ended up owning all everything. He started out from nothing, like selling blenders, right, to restaurants to mm -hmm. make like shakes and stuff to better their business, right. And he ended up getting into McDonald's, and he ended up screwing the people over that owned it, and he ended up owning everything. Yeah. And all they had to do was sign a piece of paper, and their share would have been worth like a billion dollars. It's crazy. Yep. Um, so we'll, what was the first car you ever drove? I ever drove? Ever. Uh, my dad's old Buick LeSabre. Is he the one that taught you how to drive or back then did you have those courses? Uh, he taught me how to drive and then I had drivers. Back then, we had driver's ed, but it was during school. So oh, it was okay. like a class you took. You didn't have to take I, it after class. I think class. I've seen that on one of the old movies. So actually, the first car I ever drove would have been, well, no, I practiced driving with him, so it would have been the Buick. Buick LeSabre. It was about 428 feet long. And, uh, was it heavy? Uh-huh. Was the, the, the wheel turn real smooth? Yeah, yeah. I still remember that big gold Cadillac that they had. Wasn't it gold? No, nah, that was a Lincoln Continental with a Landau roof. Yeah. With uh, gold wheels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Yes. The, the, I remember the steering wheel on that was smooth. Yeah, it took you three days to turn a corner. Uh-huh. At a turning radius of about a mile. What is your favorite food? Favorite food, uh, let's see, 
Probably, uh, I've got several. Can I have more than one? Hell yeah, I've uh, got more than one. <laughs> sushi is number one, I guess. Man, I was thinking and, about uh, sushi the other day. And I can, I like chicken pretty much any way you want to cook it. Yeah. Um, I feel you on that. But the, but the sushi, I like Mexican food. Um, so, yeah. Um, I always like to ask people this. This is like one of the most interesting questions that I... And by the way, Nicole hates the way I say interesting because I say it interesting or interesting. And I guess you're supposed to say it interesting. I just I just sounded out a little more. And maybe that's because I'm, I'm a little slow. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> All right. So this is the most interesting question I have. If you could have the same food for breakfast, okay, you you can eat one thing for breakfast, one thing for lunch, and one thing for dinner every day for the rest of your life. What would it be? It could be a restaurant. It, it can't be a restaurant. Okay. Well, I mean, you could name a restaurant, but it has to be like a certain thing that they serve. Right. So it's got to be like a food. Yeah. I'd say right now I'd say the sushi. There's a lot of variety. No, 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 no. You have to have a breakfast item, a lunch item, and a dinner item. Oh, okay. So uh, three different items. Yes. Okay. Uh, for and I'll tell you mine after. For breakfast, uh, I'd say um, oatmeal. Okay. Keep it light. For lunch, um, toast and a bottle of water. And an almond. Let's see. For lunch, uh, probably some kind of sandwich. Like a... I've been on tuna lately. Subway or something like that. And yeah. For dinner, sushi. Yeah, mine Mine is always... Um, man, mine changes all the time because I'm a fat ass. Um... <laughs> Um, complimentary of yourself man what would it be it It might be it might be one of my great uh ham egg and cheese sandwiches that i make all the time i make them all the time here that would have been good this morning they are good that would have been good i don't have any ham oh i'd have taken the egg and cheese yeah i have that waffle and that would have been good oh my god (laughs) starting to sound like the old mark (laughs) What was the old mark? The one that would make that uh, cinnamon toast with the butter in it all the time. Yeah, that's, yeah. That was good. That was a long time ago. Um, the one that weighed 428 Yeah, pounds. the one that ran around with his shirt off with his underwear on his head. I don't know. Come on, man. That. Don't be hitting the microphone. I don't remember that. It didn't do anything to you. All right, so mine would be the ham, egg, and cheese with uh, the sandwich. And then it'd probably be um, the lemon herb roasted chicken from Cheesecake Factory with the carrots and the mashed potatoes. <laughs> and then I'd probably end it with sushi because I I, I feel like I, I've grown to like a variety of sushi, so I, I wouldn't get tired of it. Have you ever had eel? No, I'm good. I don't care for eel. I'm not getting that much variety into my life. I, I don't. Eels, I didn't. I never cared for the taste of eel. Yeah, I'm good. I can do anything else, but I can't do the eel. 
Um, I don't want to yell. It's a different taste. That sounds ill. Yeah, it's different. That sounds like it's ill. Yeah, that. What was the favorite car you've ever owned? Uh, 1970 Plymouth 340 Duster. And it was fast. There's a guy that comes into my job that owns a uh, Barracuda. And it is in like perfect shape. Yep. He should keep it forever. He says he has like six or seven other cars that are just like it. Yep. And I believe him because he's pulled up in two or three of them. Yeah, the Mopar muscle cars from that era, uh, they were the... Is that the is that the Mopar? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Dodge Plymouth. Okay. Uh, those were, I think, some of the best cars. But uh, all those cars back then, uh, you, know, you had the 68 Boss uh, 302 Mustang. Uh, you had the uh, 67s through 69 GTOs, and then you had uh, the 69 Z28, which was the best Camaro Chevy ever made. They should have never. I mean, it's, it was the it was the best body style. And back then, made. those cars were like made out of steel, huh? Uh, yeah. And back then, they were they were pretty. I mean, you could just straight out from the factory. They had pretty good pretty good speed and horsepower on them. Um. But my favorite car, uh, if I could have any car, uh, would be, well, I'd have two. One would be a Corvette, particularly the new ones that are coming out with the mid-engine 2020s. Yeah. Which I heard are starting at 70000 What so is it? The, it's a, the Corvette. It's changing to a mid-engine in 2020. What's a mid-engine? It's, it's like a Lamborghini. Like to the back? Uh, mid-engine. It's midway. It's kind of behind the seat. Not all the way to the so back. So it's not going to have back seats? Well, it doesn't now. Oh, don't? No. Oh. It's like the Lamborghini or the uh, uh, Maserati. Uh, I'm sorry. Not uh, the Maserati. Ferrari. Ferrari. I'm sorry. Not not Lamborghini. But, um, or not Maserati. Not Maserati. Um, but, and then I heard uh, I heard that the last 19, uh, 2019 Corvette to be produced by Chevy coming off the lines was already sold. I heard it sold for two point seven million. That's crazy. Yeah, well it's more money than I'm making. That's crazy. But my second favorite would be the five twenty eight I BMW. And I love BMW. You know what I, I like BMW. You know what I've always liked? What? The seven fifty. Uh, it's the, like the big BMW. The big yeah, yeah. That I is saw, bad. What did I see the other day. It was uh, uh, the new BMW 2019, or it might be the 2020. It's the X7, the, the SUV, mm-hmm. and it's got an 8 V8 in it. And guess what the sticker price is for that? It's a. It's I, a I fell out of my chair. I was watching Motor Week, and I fell out of my chair. Hundred thousand. You're close. Ninety-three thousand. And I'm thinking, I've, as I was watching. The reviews of that car on Motor Week, I'm thinking, wow, what a nice car. Until I saw the price, but I guess it's all relative. I'm just a poor guy, and that's for the rich guys. So. Um, there's a guy that comes into my job. He. He. Uh, he's a golf instructor guy um he drives a Range Rover like 
Range Rover SVR. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Okay, so the the base model is $115,000. Yeah, they're expensive. And I, I'm, it's, but stu- l- l- it's l- stupid. Listen to this. I mean, um, here, let's do this real quick. Where's it at? Where's it at? Okay, so this is right off the lot. It's turbocharged. It's got a 575 horsepower in a Range Rover. You have a five point, you have a five liter V8. That, that is just crazy in a Range Rover. Yeah. And so, some of them have the air ride <laughs> suspension. Because mm-hmm. I've seen some of them, like when you get out, the car will lower. And when you get into the car, it rises. Right. It, uh, man, that's crazy. It's too much money for a car, no matter well, what. Well, not when you're a golf instructor. Golf instructors make, like, stupid They money. make lots of money. Yeah. They yeah. have off of me. I think my favorite car I've ever, well, I didn't own it, but I drove it was my maroon Chevy Silverado that y'all sold. Um, probably because it was. Yeah, when I was because I got ticket in it. When I was a teenager working in a gas station back back when, uh, back when it was a full service gas station, lots of people would bring their cars in. Yeah. To have them hand washed. And that was off of six thirty five, right? Six thirty five in LBJ when there wasn't anything out there but that gas station. <laughs> and um, in fact, Freed's furniture wasn't there. Nothing was out there. <laughs> Well, no, I don't think it was back then. It eventually was. Yeah. But uh, there was some industrial stuff behind us. But anyway, they bring their cars in. They want them hand washed. So I would go out and hand wash them. Well, I'd drive them first. (laughs) And then go hand wash them. Like uh, Ferrari GT. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off when he drops that car off at the the valet. I didn't do that. But... (laughs) But I got to drive a lot of neat cars, uh, two Ferraris. And when you're 17 years old, it's pretty neat. Um, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, man. Um, how are you feeling about this, man? You doing all right? I'm fine. All right, good. Yeah. Good, man. I'm out of coffee, though. What kind of things did you collect as a kid? Uh, baseball cards. Uh, had coin coin collection. My grandfather uh, helped me get started. Um, that's probably about it. Coins? Mm-hmm. What kind of coins? Just coins, you know, silver back, you know, silver coins. Some of them were solid silver uh, that he had and gave them to me. Um, Coin collection. Yep. 
Now I collect watches. I think you've always been into watches. You've been into watches for a long time. I have. A lot of watches. I remember when you. You want to buy a watch? I remember when you gave me. I remember when you gave me like a fake Rolex, and you told me here I got like six of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. Because I remember, I remember I was in elementary school and I was going. When I would get there early, they would always make us go to the gym, and that's where everybody waited until the bell went off. Yeah, and so. I went in there one day, and you know when you're a young kid, you take your backpack off your back and you sling it across the gym floor because it slides and that's funny and it's cool. Well, that watch was in the front pocket of that 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 bag. And when I slid it and threw it on the ground, I then remembered that that watch was in that pocket. And when I opened it up, all the fake cubic zirconians were everywhere and the glass was broken. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. I specifically remember that. I don't remember that, but anyway. I'm old. It was silver and gold. Yeah. What's your favorite watch? Uh, I don't know that I have one. I guess probably the my favorite watch would be uh, Rolex uh, GMT, but I don't have one. But How much is it? It's about 7000 That's beyond my reach. What about a presidential Rolex? Uh, that's way beyond my reach, and uh, they're way too much money. They're kind of stupid, expensive, um, what I say, what I call. Uh, Rolex, day, date, 40, president, yellow, match, 45000 Yeah, well, that's kind of like the... Um, $93,000 BMW. I won't be Here wearing you go. This, one of those. This one's not bad. A Rolex 36 millimeter Oyster Perpetual. Date just. It's only five. 5,000. Okay. Well, if you're taking orders for Christmas, I'll take that. Have you ever heard of the. the, the uh, um, have you ever heard of um, AP watches? AP is uh, Audemars. Oh, uh, Piaget uh, uh, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 It's what a lot of rappers wear. Yeah. Um, there's one right here for a million. Yeah, it's like uh, Patek Philippe. They're extremely expensive Patek also. Philippe, yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you sell one of those, you're good, huh? You got to buy it first. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people buying them. Yep. A lot of people that are in a different tax bracket. Uh, Yeah, that'd be not me. Yeah, me either. What's the lowest tax bracket? That's the one I'm in. Okay, here, let's see. I think it's 22%. Let's see, I can tell you. That's why I always keep my, my computer handy. Ten percent. Oh, ten percent, zero to ninety-seven hundred dollars a, mo- a year. Okay, well, no, I'm not there, but but hey, you know, uh, you don't ever want to be there. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, I've been very fortunate in that regard. I guess I'm f- I do fine. So, what is your favorite thing about your hometown? 
<laughs> this is where we get juicy. Oh yeah, we get juicy. We're talking about mesquite. What's your hometown? Is that Garland? Uh, Is that Lake Highlands? Hometown would be Dallas, I guess, where I grew up, if that was what we're talking about. Hell yeah. What was your favorite thing about Dallas? I don't remember. I'm not sure I have one anymore. Have you ever been to Chick-fil-A? I have. What is your favorite thing at Chick-fil-A? Tortilla soup. Uh, Well, it's seasonal. Well, that's my favorite thing, seasonally. Um, hey, let's talk Next about this. Next would be a salad. Let's I like talk the about salad. this. Let's talk about this. So when, so I, I picked up camera stuff about, what, what was it, three summers ago when we went to Oklahoma? Yes. Or was it two summers ago? Nah, it's probably three. Yeah, it was three because I worked at Our Taco, yes. I think. Yeah, I know it was three. Yeah. Yep. I picked up a vlog camera. And that then led into me wanting to do uh, basketball videos and highlight videos. And then it got into like vlogging and doing everything else with cameras. And now I'm taking photos with cameras and doing this podcast and stuff like that. But you became into cameras. When did you become into cameras? Uh, Probably about a year ago. And I don't know. I wouldn't call myself into cameras. I just thought that. I might start but it taking some cross your mind and uh, see, you know, how I could do at it. Because the camera thing is like an epidemic right now. Every everybody's doing it. Yeah. And I I wonder like what sparked that. Do you think it's people being getting to know their creative side of themselves or what? I couldn't speak to that. But I think it's, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Do you like cameras? I like cameras. Do you like taking pictures? Hobby. And I like taking pictures. It's just that. Yes, it is it, very expensive. It's a, it, if you're going to be a good photographer, uh, you have to have your camera with you all the time because you never know when you're going to get that one chance to take that one picture that's going to be the perfect picture. And you're not going to get it every well, single time you take you a this. picture. Let me tell you this. Part. Let me so. tell you this. When I started filming, I went to I went to film a game last year, not this past season, but the season before. At Poteet, Poteet played South Garland. South Garland's got two kids that went D one. One of them went to Kentucky. The one that went to Kentucky, he dunked all over this dude. And do you know what I was doing when he did that? No, I was talking to somebody. I wasn't filming. Yeah. I almost cried and I left. Yeah. Because when you're in that profession and photos, doing photos is a little different because you can do photos all day and get good stuff. Yeah. But when you're doing video, I mean, you need to seriously be locked in all game because you never know what can happen because it like like me – if if somebody else was there filming, they got it, I didn't, and I worked with somebody that I needed to post this video for. Right. My video shot just because I didn't get that one thing. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, you know, I don't 
I don't, uh, I take pictures the way they are and I don't Photoshop anything because I don't have, I, I'm just not that far along yet. I don't Photoshop but, either. I don't know how, but, I'll be honest. But uh, I know that, uh, you know, when I started doing the, started taking pictures, I just didn't want to go out there and start flipping around, not knowing what I was doing with the camera. And uh, so I went to, and I'm going to throw a pitch in here for this place because they're really good. And their classes were pretty economical as uh, Dallas Center for Photography. Uh, they've got some great classes, great instructors. Uh, and um, they're, it's a really good outlet if you're not uh, familiar with your camera to learn your camera, no matter what kind you have. And uh, then once you've learned the camera, they have a lot of different photo classes you can take um, uh, in all different types of things that uh, will help you progress into taking better pictures. So uh, I'll pitch their place, uh, and it's here in Dallas. So um, they have some videography uh, type courses also. So I mean, they've got a, they run the gambit of different types of photo classes you can take. Um, cool. And instructors, like I say, are, are you know professional photographers. Uh, and uh, are they better than you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're better than I am. <laughs> so I haven't done that. I haven't done it in a long time. It's well, been a while since I've I've yeah, done some stuff. Yeah, my, yeah. I think my next my next gig will be in August. I I I got asked by a guy that does uh that has a soccer team. I was he wanted me to go out and do photos this weekend, but obviously I had to work. Um, I told him I could come out today, but he said, he, he said, no, next time. Um, that's cool, man. Um, let me move this over. Which one would you prefer, fishing by yourself or playing football with a big group? Uh, playing football with a big group. What is your favorite sport to watch? To watch? Um, be to uh, UT football or golf. Are you ready for the NFL to start and football to start? I guess. I'm not a big professional football fan. I like college better. Yeah. I, th um, I think there's a lot of people that feel the same way. And hopefully college doesn't get tainted. I just think professional football is just, you know, uh, it's got a lot of uh, places it needs to be improved. Yeah. That being the... Uh, but, in all honesty... What I these mean, guys do outside think, of football when they're on uh, break. Yeah, but, I mean, you know... It, that's not, not only confined to football anymore, I don't think. Uh, but it happens a lot more in football that, that you hear about. I think you hear about it more, yeah. I don't know if that's just because of the way we report it or uh, it is more prevalent there. I don't know the answer to that. But, uh, I mean, you've even it's even some of that stuff has even touched golf, uh, which people thought would never be touched. And, you know, um, you can't remain unscathed forever, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, we are human beings 
and and such uh, we do have that uh, frailty so time has gotten away from us you know how long we've been talking already no 51 minutes 51 minutes I don't going on I'll, 52 i never thought i'd make 51 minutes not with you <laughs> what does that mean you thought i'd die before we were done or what <laughs> <laughs> i'm not that old uh you're getting what huh <laughs> don't cut me out of the will <laughs> may cost you more to collect than you'll get uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right man um No, man. You, you got anything for me? I do have some things for you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Here we go. go ahead, you man. didn't bring up. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I just, uh, I'm, I'm honored that I was asked to participate in this. Uh, not something I really ever expected, quite honestly. Uh, but I'm glad to be here. I'm proud, of Craig, of what you're doing and what you're pursuing. Um, I want to say uh to all my law enforcement friends they're still working uh please be careful out there uh say hello to my uh law enforcement son be careful out there to all my grandkids jack uh grayson tyson and jet and sarah didn't forget you you say jackson i said jack oh okay (laughs) um (laughs) And uh, anyway, uh, proud of you, Craig. Love you. Glad to be here. And I wish you all the success in doing this because I know you really enjoy it. So. Well, I appreciate it, man. Everybody give him a round of applause. Again, that's awful quiet. Uh, <laughs> you need one of those clapping machines. I need one of those things that they <laughs> yeah, that. That annoying people do at the football games. Uh, yeah. Or Cow- the cowbells. Big things that you hit together. Yeah, that, that inflatable thing. I think cowbell, cowbell would be good too. No. Okay. It's no not cowbell. the cowbells. All right. Um, I think that's where we're going to shut it off, man. It's been uh, great to have you, man. Thank you. Great to have you answer all these questions, man. Okay. I'm uh, happy that everybody uh, listened to this and got to know my dad a little better. Um, we're going to cut it off here. Again, thank you. Adios. See you later.